0: Hello, hello.
1: Hi. Okay, my camera. Oh, God, yes.
0: Hello, hello. How are you?
1: I'm also, um, What about you? I'm good. I'm just getting out of work maybe like
0: uh, two hours ago, so I'm just getting ready and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, It's like 4 o'clock here at my time, so I'm assuming it's like one thirty for you guys.
1: One thirty. yeah. It's one thirty a.m. right now.
0: So that's how much of a time difference is that that's like that's like what seven hours difference maybe yeah
1: about seven hours seven or eight so it's, uh, around 7 30 seven
0: seven and a half mm-hmm. okay okay awesome awesome so um pretty much how's your how's your week? yeah sorry how has your week been
1: it's been a little hectic, like all of the studies and classes and all stuff for me, it's been like all that, okay. yeah,
0: awesome, awesome so, is it gonna be just you and me today, or is the other person joining you as well?
1: um uh Iga joined from her own account, like uh I have to check with her again because uh she might be driving it at this point of time hmm. okay, she okay doing that so at this it... point of time. Yeah, she might be driving, so I have to check with her because she have, she hasn't responded to my messages yet.
0: Oh, I know what's So if anything, maybe, like, hopefully she'll join us, you know, during, you know, by the time she's ready and stuff like that. So I guess we'll just get right to it. So um, I guess my first question is, how did House of Words begin? How, what was the inspiration behind it?
1: Okay, so, like, House of Words is not, like, it's not something... I would say that the first thing that came into my mind, like, firstly it started with the writeristic hut, if you ask me for the, about the parent of uh, the house of words, it was the writeristic hut and it began around three years ago. So like I started my writing and uh, like I started writing and I saw that to, uh, the Instagram writers need some support, some some support that... Like they don't have right now. That at that point of time, writers' community was not that big because it was just the beginning of the COVID season and people were start people people were about to post their content. They were posting and all stuff. So I began with Writers' writeristic Hut, and the motto of writeristic Hut was to bring writers to all the platforms of uh, the of whatever social media is there. So um, Instagram started with Instagram and then this House of Words came as a podcast we have. So, mm, like, it's a long okay. journey right now. Like, we'll go forward and build up more things and more stuffs are going to be there. So, we are waiting for that thing.
0: No, no, it makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, I guess you could say this kind of how my platform began too. It's interesting because my platform became as a. It was a community page, and then it was a community page that had a podcast in it. That's pretty much how it began. Um, We went through a lot of rebranding phases, and um, eventually it led to Unraveled Influence. But um, there's a history behind it, and what it all comes down to is everybody has a story to tell, no matter what background, no matter what part of the world you're from everyone has a story to tell why do only celebrities get to tell the stories we have stories too why can't we share our life why can't we share stories to inspire others you know so that was also the journey to um what Unrivaled Influence is so um so what was the what was the process like in the creation of House of Words was it something that was like okay let's just do it in that or was there like a discussion like how did you pick your team and and what 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 was like explain to me what is that what does that look like for you
1: okay so the process was like as i told you before that i was everything is planned basically right now so although it's been a little delayed up according to my schedule but from writeristic heart we took a step to house of words and this was like okay let's see what's trending what is what is what people seeing or people um, basically will come to and what I saw was um, you know poetry while reading just reading on your own like you have a poem of somebody and you are uh, reading on yourself it doesn't make out the feelings of what mm-hmm. the poet actually wrote you don't know what is the feelings and how he wants or she wants to portray himself. So podcast gave us uh, another reason to express the feelings of the poet, what they wrote, and we really came together with all of the hosts. I, I asked because uh, the writeristic hut as a good, good amount of um, audience right now. So I asked my audience that if anybody is interested with uh, doing a podcast, or because podcast is something like I am providing writers their own, a platform for coming together and hosting a show of their own so initially we had a lot of hosts many people came together because it was a covid season and people were free that time and like after that time it ended up to only three to four hosts but yeah so this was a process that we ended up with who, who is interested to become a host and who has this potential to do this who wants to who who has some ideas basically we were taking the ideas mixing ideas and preparing a draft and it was not actually to be honest if i have to tell you that it was not just a one click or one um, you know one day's work it, it was a research like where to post the uh, how to create a podcast where to post everything, how to right. come up with a host, make the schedules on whatever days they want to be, they are free and they can record and put up their stuff. So it was a whole lot of, uh, and planning the podcast especially, planning how you are portraying or how they have to put up all these poems they are reading in a schedule. So like the process was a lo- bit long because this, is, this was a planning on how to do, the, how to do it. We were imagining it, but how to do it, like, I had five people in my team who were doing this um, thing of thinking that how to become, how to make this podcast, how to make, how this podcast should turn up to be. So that's how it was, this was the process of, you know, having this podcast.
0: Okay and um and i I guess my next question is also is with this podcast how do you feel the direction has gone do you believe the direction is going where you wanted it to be
1: uh sorry i didn't get your question
0: oh i'm sorry i said um what the since you've done the podcast you created house of words my question was do you believe that the direction of the podcast is where you want it to be or do you believe that the direction still needs to get there?
1: Like you cannot—it's like you cannot always see because we we ask for more. Like we want more. Once you start something, it's like you want more. You want something more to be added. You want you you see people doing stuff. So it it's like it was a small idea. First, it was like we will read only poems. Then it got large enough. So basically, the idea. Ideas and the direction of the podcast was changing and was dynamic, basically, if I have to give it a word, the direction of this podcast was completely dynamic. So, first we started with only reading the poems, then we came up with the idea of why not we pull out the essence, why not we tell them that this is what the poem meant, then we shifted to... Relating the poems with, um, you know, with the life, with uh, people, whoever, uh, like, uh, with the surroundings and all. And now it's like now today the podcast is for every artist uh, about the around the world. Every artist they can come up, they can show what they want. Like they can, you know, right now Ayaka. If I have to tell you, Ayaka is uh, being. A bit diverse today uh, in her but, shows. Earlier, she started with poetry, now she's doing movie reviews uh, basically, reviews of all the content that is latest, and um, then she's also doing interviews and all. And me, myself, I'm relating poems with like basically a theme, like relationships, how relationships should be, and people are giving me poems. So, basically, the direction is dynamic. So, it's changing every
0: every minute actually if you have to give you a thought no no that uh, actually that's a great answer I, I definitely agree i think one of the great the biggest things about doing what you do and doing what i do um because like i was um but like i've said in the past too um the what we do this platform unraveled influence it's a it's a podcast platform that also provides a space for like say people like yourself and other forms of art, whether it's music or poetry or or painting or sculpting, whatever it is, right? Because again, there's a story that needs to be told. And I think the biggest importance you said was relationship. That's very important because anybody can say, okay, hey, let's have a conversation. But I feel like building that relationship and that trust in order for them to be vulnerable with you in that way, I think is very, very important, you know? and um i think it's awesome what you did like you were talking about how it started off one way but then little by little it was transitioning to yeah. what it is today so um what um is there a particular community that inspired this like is there one in particular that made you feel like hey maybe we want maybe this is the place like can you describe me that exact day where you got it? okay i'm gonna launch house of words like can you describe that to me
1: like the community was obviously writer, writers' community, as I told you, we started with the writers itself. So writers were the writers is still made, Writers is the main, you know, niche of our podcast itself. We okay. like we want we are like community as in writer huh, Because writers' community is the niche for our this thing. This writers, if you see literature. This uh, till this day, in literature is like till when do you study literature? Like uh, till your graduation or basically not even graduation till your high schools. If you, uh, if I tell you that, then after that, where is literature? Until and unless you pursue it as a, for, as a profession, nobody is, uh, nobody is actually into literature so much. Like they are mostly focusing over their career or other things. So mixing writing with some sort of relaxation, this is this was the community that, you know, influenced the com- coming up of this podcast.
0: Right, right, right. And then I wanted to ask you, because you said you, I was listening, I'm trying to absorb everything you're saying and you, you mentioned diversity. And I guess my question is, with the diversity that you have been able to build, can you name a few things that the diversity has taught you as not just as someone that's hosting the podcast, but also as a person? Like, has it made you see life differently because of this diversity?
1: Um, like, see, um, diversity, is there because um, what should I say that like we want to reach out to each and every person in the community or basically in the in the in wherever we are living, we want to spread our word like that's what diversity brings in, right? That uh, because of the diversity, it's like we are reaching out to every year who is like. Um, how should I tell you? Like I'm not getting the exact exact sentence about that. But bringing diversity is bringing more people to us. bringing more people to literature. So because we are mixing literature with the surrounding, with diversity, with whatever we see, we are able to you know bringing more more people to connect with literature. So that's why diversity. That's how the concept of diversity was. Like finally came into my head that we should be having all type of artists all type of people because what inspires art is like another art, right? If you see wherever you are working, basically, like if you are if you have an art like a drawing or a painting or something like that as your hobby, what if writing inspires that? Somebody's words, somebody's like their thoughts inspire you to become uh, basically draw something. So you know that's why it's like diverse, so that artists from all over the place can come up, can be inspired with all this because we have a lot of series which uh, in our podcast, like there are a lot of series in our podcast. So all the series basically inspire to one particular thing, that is art. So that's why diversity.
0: Okay. No, that's great. That's awesome. Uh, I think that's amazing what you're talking about, too, because, like I said, it's very important. Um, I want So I think... I'm trying to think, too, because um, everything you're saying is so spot on. So as far as... Oh man, I'm sorry because I lost my train of thought for a second, so I really apologize yeah. for that. But one comment, um, actually, I'm gonna read some of the comments here. Um, it says we inspire each other with our gifts. I definitely agree with that. Um, as far as inspiring each other, um, so I guess my question now is, what do you lo- what do you hope for? Like, let's say, like, what do you hope for to achieve in this podcast? Or just even the community itself? Like, what do you hope to achieve with this? And, and, and yeah, so what do you hope for this to come out of, if that makes sense?
1: Uh, like, something that comes out of this podcast is, like, basically, first of all, it's a very genuine thing that we want to be there at the top. Out of this podcast, we want to be there at the top. And being at the top is like, we being at the top is like all the writers that that are with us, that are at our back, are on the top because people are hearing to them. So, out of this podcast, all I want is that whoever listens to us, whoever listens to House of Words, listens to what we say, basically. Right. What we say is writers, writers words, artists, artists words, people that inspire you that that build your morale basically that motivates you to like do whatever you pursue because art is what you want to pursue it's like your hobby or it's like your um you know something that that is your escape itself so through this The only thing I want to, you know, I want to come, like, that wants to come out from my head is like people get inspired, people get motivated to do what they want. Like,
0: because there are
1: people around the world, they are doing it. Not as a profession, but as a hobby itself. They are doing it.
0: no, and that's good. That's definitely important. Um, just real quick, if you're just joining us, I'm interviewing, um, the platform House of Words. Uh, for those for those who don't know who you are, just quickly like remind everybody who you are, what's your name, where you're from, and all this stuff. For those who are just joining us now.
1: Okay, so um, I'm Anamika, and I am the person who is right now running House of Words and it's like with Ayaka I am doing this and uh, Ayaka I am supposedly like she's busy or she's driving basically so she can't come but Ayaka is another writer who joined me in this endeavor, like permanently I guess so you are listening to me and you can listen to me anywhere on your Spotify and Google podcast on House of Words. so you can find me everywhere
0: awesome awesome all right um well because you know you you asked i had other questions too but you've answered a lot of my questions so i'm kind of <laughs> like oh snap okay uh yeah so um i wanted to ask you about culture because um like um what hmm, okay so in um you know so, all right. so if you were to compare the culture you've interacted with compared to the culture that you live in What would you say is the biggest similarity and what would you say is the biggest difference between the two? I I don't know if that makes sense, but the question makes sense.
1: Um, Like if you ask me the biggest similarity between two cultures, like moving from my place... Like let's say...
0: yeah yeah, yeah. so like like for example like like because the culture is like you know what your surrounding is right so compared to what you're used to compared to what you experience on instagram and doing your podcast what would you say would be a similarity and what would you say would be the biggest difference but yeah but for the most part what would you say let's start with the similarities what would you say is the biggest similarity in your eyes
1: See, similarity in my eyes is people. Like I, myself, if you ask me, I am a people's person. Like where I, I am somebody who wants to know everybody's perspective, what they are thinking. So moving from Instagram, moving from anywhere around the world, anywhere, if you ask me, the only similar thing is people because every I I love I enjoy knowing about people and you know like people from Instagram are there outside people from Instagram are on on any platform or anywhere and everybody almost have a similar ideology. If you jump from one person to another, they have a similar ideology with a little twist of their own. And if you jump. To another person, they might have a different ideology, but it would be something there only because you know we are what we learn from the surrounding, what we you know get from around our culture, and Earth is around. So wherever you end up, it's like you would just go around the circumference, and it's just same point you'll end up. You'll just move round and round and round and round. There is right, never right. not an ending point to it so one only similarity i find everywhere
0: is people okay no and i think that's great what you're saying um it's the same thing with unraveled influence too especially with me again i've been doing this since 2019 2020 so again i've been through a lot of changes in this platform but one key thing and you said it is people right because i know for me personally and i was talking about it yesterday because i went live with uh inspiration poet and I was asked, like, what is it about people that I like? The thing with hmm. me is, see, my childhood was not a good childhood. I didn't really have a good life like that growing up. And for me, well, as I got older as i started to experience life i didn't have anyone to really like sit down with me and really talk to me about life and you know even though i had a father i had a brother and a sister and a mom i didn't have that father figure or that brother figure to kind of guide me through life you know me being the black sheep of the family so by the time i was in my 20s i had to learn these things on my own and i went through a lot of hardship with no explanation i was exposed to things that i really didn't understand But one of the biggest things for me personally, I really believe is, how would I want someone to treat me, right? Because I've, unfortunately, I've had the unfortunate circumstances of when people genuinely did care about me. Unfortunately, I've hurt a lot of people by pushing them away. But that's because I really didn't understand what true companionship was. I didn't know what true, I didn't know what love really was. Because um, growing up, um, I don't want to say there was no love. It was like a lot of tough love. There was a lot of verbal abuse, especially in Hispanic culture. That's just how it is. They're not really talking about emotions. And as I got older, one of the biggest things that I always told myself, you know what? I want to try my best to be the best friend or the best person I can be for somebody. Cause this is how I would want to be treated. So especially, and one of the biggest things too, and I said was, you know, I always believe that honesty is the best policy. And but then there's, but then there's the unfortunate circumstances where sometimes honesty is not the best policy, and it's messed up because I feel like I shouldn't have to lie to you just to get you to be my friend, or whatever the case might be. You know what I'm saying? Like I shouldn't have to act a certain way or behave a certain way because if if I, if I want to be real with you, we should accept each other the way we are no matter what diversity we are, no matter what circumstances are around us because in the day, we were able to build some kind of bond together just for us to get close like that. I'm not saying let's get very close, but let's get close enough that we can build this trust and I think that's what's missing in society today, especially in the United States. Um. And the reason why I asked you what I asked you earlier about culture was because um one thing I've noticed since I started doing this, and I think it was very important is it's given me perspective on life that I never saw mm-hmm. before, right? Because you know, we all talk about like especially in America, uh one thing we everybody always talks about, oh, when am I gonna get a break or how come the economy's messed up or whatever the case might be. But being in this community has taught me personally that as crazy as I might have it, there's always somebody else that's going to have it worse than me. There's always certain privileges that I actually have that no one else really has. And I feel like a lot of us in American culture is very ungrateful for that because we have a lot of freedom where other places do not. And I... I think it's very interesting that, you know, with this community and being on social media, uh, one thing I'm very very proud of is the fact that, okay, so catfishing is not everywhere, but there is true, genuine people out there that want to build community, whether it's through music, whether it's through poetry, or even just having a conversation just right now, you know? Um, and, and, and the thing, I met you at random because you have Valerie live, uh, no, you have mm-hmm. Valerie as a guest and I just posted, oh, Hey, you know, cause that's just what we do in the poetry community. We go, Hey, check this out. And that's what we platforms do. And then we just had the conversation. So, oh yeah, let's definitely do something together. I mean, I never met you before. You never met me until now, but it's been a great conversation so far. And one of the key things that I think was very important about our conversation is we have a care and a love for people. We want to know the story because I wish someone would want to tell my story. You know what I'm saying? And not everybody gets the opportunity to do that. You know, not everybody has that voice. If we could be the voice yeah. of the voiceless, then I mm-hmm. think that's important, you know? And it's hard, you know, because, you know, uh, one thing I have, I can honestly say that's kind of been an unfortunate or so, so you know, even though we want to let everybody in, we can't let everybody in too. At the same time, mm-hmm. that's when we have to set the boundaries because sometimes when we don't realize it, sometimes people come into our lives for the wrong reasons, you know. And I can tell, mm-hmm. like, what you're doing and the conversation we had, you're doing it for the right reason. You do it because you genuinely mm-hmm. want to put stories out there, and I think that's awesome. So I, I definitely applaud you with that. Yeah, and like I said, thank you for just saying yes.
1: Yeah. Like I am. No, I'm sorry. So- Go ahead. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I was just saying that I'm just I, I was I am still stuck at this point that you said that you learned everything yourself growing up. Like I want to tell you that this is something to be honest, this is pure. like it's something pure. You're not getting something from people around you. You this this is your own ideology, this is your own thoughts that are coming to you and like you treat people the way you wanted to be treated. So that's a really good point. And you know that let me tell you that if the best learning is that the learning you learn yourself. Like the lesson you learn yourself is the best learning, and actually you remember it till you die. You know you and anybody who's there, like who's listening to us. Like I just want to tell you that whatever you learn yourself you are literally going to take it to your grave. I'm telling you this is, this is, this is what happens to me. Like, this is a little analogy, let me take it around uh, this thing that imagine like you are being taught by your teacher and you don't, don't get a concept on yourself and then you come back home and you study it and you finally get it on your own. That thing do you think that you remember till your exam you do like you literally whatever you derived on your own you remember it till the end, so it's similarly with the life that whatever you build in you however you build your personality that will stay with you till the end, so you know, growing up like that is like a really good thing You're teaching yourself like I'm somebody who brings out positive in whatever you know if the circumstances are bad so the positive thing you got from this was that you learned something from your you know your, your own and like it's, it's amazing it's really amazing I want no, to point
0: you, that thank out you. no no thank you I really appreciate that and I think that's the thing too you know about life you know life's mm-hmm. very interesting right because I feel like when life's trying to teach you a lesson, but when we mm. don't wanna learn it, life would teach it for you, if that makes sense. And sometimes it teaches does,
1: actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it teaches you in the harshest way. Cause sometimes life doesn't care how you learn the lesson, but you're gonna learn that lesson. But I think it, it only gets crazy when we're being too stubborn because we don't wanna face that reality. But then it's like, mm. okay, no, but you have to learn that lesson because I look at life like there's different seasons right so if you want to go into the next season of your life you can't really go to that next season until you go through that transitional season where you have to start letting go of things you have to start legitimately realizing that listen i don't have this together i need help and and that's the mm. problem sometimes with society today like sometimes just to say hey i need help it makes us feel like we're weak no you're not weak because you're asking help you're asking for help because you know what you want a solution to an issue that you cannot have that you cannot solve and i think that's very important you know and i think the issue is we think that oh the minute we act we're vulnerable then all of a sudden vulnerability is it's like the ultimate sin and it's not it's not like that you know sometimes we need to be in those places um i'm not saying we can't have walls to, to set boundaries but you know one thing I say about life is if your walls are too thick the thicker the walls the more stubborn you become and the more stubborn you become the more you hurt people and push people away you know and I think it's important to realize that hey we don't have it all together and I think it's important that we legitimately just realize hey it's okay to ask for help you know
1: you know you are always alone at the top actually if you have to, if you have to succeed in anything there you, you will not find anybody with you, like, on your side, because when you are, it's like, um, like you said that you have, you are pushing away people, you are pushing away people and all things, same thing is, like, same thing happens to me, like, if I tell you, like, when I came to a college, like, it was in, um, 2020, I started college, so, 2020, 20- in 20 people were like so fab everybody was talking to everybody and I had got many friends many people to talk to and I was like very proud that hey I have a really big group of people like it's a very big I'm, the, I'm one of the popular persons in the college and such today if you ask me I have nobody
0: wow
1: being being, being somebody who's friendly and who cares about people? I still have nobody. Like it's not that I don't talk to people. I talk to people, and people do care about me. But somebody, if I have to say, like who will be there for my ups and my downs, and my downs, like especially the downs. For parties, people come, of course. Like I'm spending my money. They they come for free things and all. But when I'm at my low, I'm just staying at my room and I'm crying. It's not about, you know, it's nothing wrong about you. This is what I have learned with this. There's nothing wrong about you. There's, it's like people around you, they don't, you know, it's it's this century actually, if I have to say about it. And people around you, actually, they would care about themselves rather than me caring about you. There yeah. are very rare people who, you know, care about the other person. Who put people? other people are above themselves so you know it's not you it's them basically and yeah. moreover it's like it's like you know uh, how should i frame this when you are new basically you are you are new and people don't know about you at at all. so you you try to portray your best and at, and then with time, you know, when you actually become yourself, then it's like people go away. You know, because you were the best in the beginning and now you are like, yourself. So that's the point, like, you know, at the end of the day, you came alone to the world and you will die alone. So this yeah. is something, this is a fact I accepted like in this coming to college and on. So, you know, and if you go and ask everybody around um, the college or anybody who's there around you itself, anybody and everybody will give the same answer that I am alone. There won't be a single person who would be saying that. Yes, I have a lot of people. Everybody mm-hmm. is crying alone in their rooms. You don't know what the problem is. You don't know anything.
0: So you know, it's like wow. like that.
1: It's like it's life, actually.
0: Wow. Wow. No, that that's deep. What you said, and I think it's it's that alone time, that that solitude, right? Because solitude could be good, but solitude could also be bad, right? Because when we're too alone for a long time, sometimes mm-hmm. we start doubting ourselves. That oh, why am I here in the first place? Type situation. Um, the whole because I, I I used to, I struggle a lot with depression myself, where sometimes even though yes i have great things going for me but there are times where i'll look back in my life and i'll tell myself like like how did i get here right because i'm not saying i'm ungrateful but i do find it hard to believe that this is really my life right considering all the low self-esteem that i struggle with already due to all the verbal abuse I faced growing up that, you know, I was always told, oh, you're not going to do this or you can't do that. Don't do this and don't do that and all this other stuff. And it's interesting how I was able to overcome that, but then there's still certain stigmas of the hurt that I still struggle with to this day that sometimes I, I even put myself down. And, and one of the biggest, I think one of the, uh, there's a saying that says, you know, we are our own worst enemy or we are our own worst yeah. credit sometimes because people could tell you to, you know, and I think um, the harsh reality out of faces You can tell me that I'm a great friend until you're blue in the face, but if I don't start to believe it, then I'm going to continue doubting myself. And the more you doubt yourself, the more Mm -hmm. you're going to really push those people away from you because, like, they're just trying to cheer you on to lift you up. But we're the ones that lift ourselves down, right? But then the problem is when we lift ourselves down, sometimes we don't realize we drag other people with us and then they're Mm -hmm. down. When we never meant to do that on purpose, and that's the thing too. So I, I really believe that if we do hurt people, I don't think we really truly hurt them on purpose. If that makes sense, I don't think we mean to be like that. I think we don't realize that we're doing that, and I think that's a really harsh reality to face too. Because when we look, when I look back at my life, all the people I've hurt, and again, a lot of them were very unintentional. I didn't realize at the time, but I realized now, Mm. now. Like damn, like I, I never meant for that to happen. But that's when. Me being a man, and you know, us men were very mm. prideful people, very prideful. Right. We are not always going to be the one to admit, you know, um, mm-hmm. vulnerability or, or just admitting that hey, I'm I, this is what I'm going through, right? Because, uh, when my parents were growing up, they grew up in a, in a surrounding where that wasn't even a topic, mental health wasn't even a topic. I grew mm-hmm. up at a time where you know, meth to help like became a topic like it was bringing awareness but we weren't allowed to talk about it that's the time that I grew up in anything before oh. my um after my generation now you know there's awareness now but there's things being done about it where when I was the younger you know like when I was the age of the younger generation that we want to allowed to talk about that, especially in Hispanic culture. We're not allowed to talk about that. Oh no, that doesn't exist. What are you talking about? That that's like my father say, Oh, that's white people crap. I'm like, no, that's that's life. But my parents, that's just how it was in Hispanic culture. Whatever happens out there cannot happen to them. And that's a very messed up perception because hmm. you can't think like that. Because even hmm. though you could try to prevent your kids from going through stuff, but they're gonna be exposed to things that you cannot prevent. Hmm.
1: True, true. You know, like, so
0: yeah. It's like, yeah,
1: it's like, you know, um, one thing you said, um, that is still there in my head is that, you know, the I agree with your statement that salt is not good every time but I'm not saying that you have to be alone like but you know I what I had in one of the interviews I took of uh, one of the person it's like her name is soumya so what soumya taught me after her uh, when we talked it was like she told she told me the importance of self-love you know the doubting thing you said, the doubting part you said that there, there occurs a self doubt that why people are not there with me and all sorts. The only thing that, you know, bucks me up with is is that I have myself with me and, you know, when you look into other the mirror, like when you look into the mirror you have to love yourself. You don't have to, you know, doubt yourself that why people are not around me, why What is there something wrong in me? Like you know, people do a lot of shaming. There are a lot of things people say. People people will tell you something or people will say something to you. But if you know how you are and if you know what you are, then that thought of self doubt never comes. This thing Mm. I learned in one of the interviews, and like I'm I'm really following it up, and it's like and it's like a Amazing. Like it's like you love yourself, you know that you are amazing, you are you can do it. Once you said this thing that you can do it, then it's like nothing is pulling you back. Mm. Nothing will pull you back. Like if you that's say deep. that if you are your biggest motivation, yes, that if that's the thing that if you are your biggest motivation that nothing will pull you back.
0: And I think that's important. Self-love is important. But my whole thing is, why can't we teach ourselves to self-love, right? Because Mm -hmm. um, one thing I've always struggled with was caring, right? Like, like I used Mm -hmm. to believe that in order for me to love someone, I had to prove to them that I cared about them first. I used to think that love was a visual thing, not an embracive thing. And I learned a hard way that's not the case, right? And, when i didn't get that same love back that i thought love was supposed to look like and it ended up hurting me more and you you just you just hit the nail on the coffin i was perfect you said self-love is so important you know when you tell yourself you are more than a conqueror Mm -hmm. you are wonderfully made in this life you know you you tell yourself listen you're gonna get through this day and there is a light at the end of that tunnel sometimes You know, because not everyone's going to do it for us. You know, sometimes we have to see it for ourselves. And yeah, is it easy? No, it's not easy. No one said it was going to be easy. But I love the fact that regardless of the uneasiness, we have to continue pushing ourselves to tell ourselves, you know what, but it's not going to be like that forever. This is just for a season, and then it's not gonna be there forever. It's like winter, winter is cold just for that moment, right? Mm. But once the winter transitions into the spring weather, then it's different. Now you don't have to wear the coat. Now you don't have to wear the scarf. Now you can take those things off. You're And you changing your clothes represents, oh, you're letting go of the fact. So every scarf or every jacket or every, every item you have on represents something that you're willing to let go. And I feel like in that same way with winter and fall and spring, yeah. I feel like that's how life is too. So every mm. time everything you let go for that season represents a new beginning for you. So I think that's very important but you, it has to start with you and it's true. It starts with you. Um if you don't tell yourself you're going to be okay, if you keep telling yourself I can't, I can't, I can't, then you're going to start believing that you can't, you can't, you can't, mm. you know. And I love, love the fact that you said self-love that's very important self-awareness is important and not everybody can do that. It's possible. It's not, it's not easy, but it is possible. You know? So I love that you said that. I I applaud you for that because it's true. It it does get dark sometimes in our life. It Mm. does, you know? And I just think it's important that like you said, as long as we know But then that's when we have to change our surroundings. So like, what is surrounding us that's pushing us down in the first place? That's something I gotta gotta evaluate myself now. Like, okay, wait, do I need this in my life? Do I need to be around this right now? Is this something I need or is this something I can live without? That's when the self-evaluation happens so you can lead to the self-love and the self-importance and stuff like that. I'm not saying, Mm -hmm. oh, be conceited, And oh, I'm better than you, I'm not saying that. I'm saying when you love yourself, then yeah, you can love other people the same way you want to be treated. And I think that's important. And not everybody understands what that that is. And I know in my life, I'm in a reflective seat because my father's been passed away for five years already. But I'm learning learning so much about myself through my father's death, through my son, through my marriage now that I Mm. realized I have a lot of stuff I have yet to let go that i mm-hmm. realized wow i'm still holding on to this i gotta let this go because my son cannot see that or no. my son cannot yeah. inherit that you know mm. so, so uh, reflection is definitely important because without reflections you can't grow i mean that's just how i see life and i think that's important you have to self-reflect and do the self-reflection you learn so much about yourself, but your surroundings mm. help you see things from a pers- certain perspective. So they help you not define you. If you let your surroundings define you, then, then then you know you kind of have a problem there. True. Like
1: you know, one thing my father, like my, uh, one thing my father said in the first semester when I came to college, that he said that today you are sit- the today the people you are sitting with in a mess. The people who are Eating with you in the mess, and on the same table, they will be different in every semester. And right now, I am in my uh, seventh semester, and I told him so many times that you you were right, you were correct. Wow.
0: Like in my every
1: semester, I was sitting with different people, different set of groups, and from that, that thing only, I got the idea that I should know every buddy's perspective perspective, how people see other people, how how is it like because what happens in a general human being is that a general human being needs validation. Like you said that we never thought about self-love and all sorts of things. That that's what people were telling you, what people were saying to you. That was that was something that you wanted to perfect in yourself. You started you people generally work start working on the things that you're not good at like what what people tell you and then you work on that that's not that's not the thing you don't have to take a validation from somebody you know you have to be you have to be valid for yourself that's mm. that's, the, that's the basic concept and you know people there there is a give and take one thing you said um in between i don't remember the exact the exact sentence but people uh huh the, you said that uh sharing about you said something about sharing love like the love you give them, you expect the same like it's 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 in the general human uh ideology that what you give you want to take the same thing like right. give and take process it's, it's not it's not true there cannot be there can be a give and take but that cannot be equal because exactly. what you are exactly. receiving the way you are perceiving something might be on a scale of one to hundred, but what uh, my and on a scale of one to hundred would be hundred, but what the other person is sending maybe for fifty or maybe a sixty from their side. So you right you can't you know you can't scale the give and take thing. So you know right. that's what it was like sharing love and the second thing you said that you don't want uh, to you know your Things to be inherited with your son, you know. You right now, what I see about you is that you are doing so much of the, the lives, your lives. You are getting perspective of every person. Today, what I see in you, to be honest, is like you, you are not giving what you had to the your son. You you are giving something better. You are teaching him basically to fight it you know what what I mean. You are teaching him to not, you know, if because you have learned the you have learned it. You have learned something your way, and now you have to teach it to your son that this is what I learned, and you keep in your mind and don't you know just seize whatever whatever problem you are getting in your way. So you know. Life is really a long journey. Like mm-hmm. you or us, you we you know we start having um, what I say. We start having so many tensions, so many stress in our head for even the smallest test in our lives, and we don't see that that small test is just a point in your life. It's, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't even mean something if you if you don't even give your hundred percent in something. There might be some other thing that you are capable to give your hundred percent to. Uh, right. that's that's how we, because life is you life gives you on an, an average from a scale of seventy to eighty years. Right. Seventy to eighty years living a life is like a really huge deal because from your what your parents uh, send you to school at the age of three or four, right and you start your schooling at that age and from that you start learning until the age of 80 till the time you die you learn It's, it's what i you know think and what i perceive from everything around me
0: no it makes sense it makes sense um like i said everything you said was was spot on um so you know we're almost towards the end so i guess i wanted to ask you now um you know after we pass on you know future we pass on and all this other stuff what is one thing one what form of legacy I guess you can say would you like to leave behind in other words what would you want someone like people around you once you pass on stuff like that what would you want them to remember you for if there's one or two things that you say hey I want them to remember me because of this or that like what would be those things in your eyes
1: like to be honest i want anybody who's around me to be just you know remember me as a friend as a companion as somebody you know who was couldn't believe in the fact that how much i give is how much i want like wow you know I don't I just need love. I want to leave behind love. I want to leave behind that companionship, that warmth, that thing that yes Anamika was the person who you know till date if I tell you there are many people who have come to me and who have said to me that Anamika we started our writing career with your page and you know to be honest, because of you, we are, you know, excelling at that. We know what to do. We are now. We we have a good hand in that. We have a good hand operating things. We have a good hand in writing. We have a good hand in everything. You know, just because when like it's like somebody. I want to be left behind. Uh, I want to be you know in people's thought as like somebody who. Help them succeed. Who help them get better? Who help them, you know, be what they are today? Something who like basically like gave made them to gain a step up. No, that
0: makes sense. That definitely makes sense. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I was just reading some of the comments quick. But yeah, no, no, that, that makes sense. Um, and, I, and I think that's important. You want to leave behind that legacy that people can remember you for. And that whole, yeah, I want people to see that after I pass on. And I'm the same way too. I want people to remember me as, yeah, I was that friend that was willing to go the extra mile for them. Um, I was the person that I didn't care what time it was. If it was at three o'clock in the morning, I was, and, and I know I could do it, then I, I would go out of my way to come see where you're at and have a conversation mm-hmm. and let's, let, let's talk about it. Let's pray about it. Let's, let's, just, let's just cry about it if we have to type of situation. And in that same way, um, I think for me, I would like to be remembered as that guy that always had a heart to give back always have a part mm. of service because i was never given things back like things were never okay like i'm not saying i expect things in return rather i just want you to remember me for being the kind of person that i didn't care if i got anything back i want to i want to be able to be remembered for just being caring that like be like yeah hey i remember my father used to do this back in the day or hey i remember my friend used to do that and, and, and this is the only guy I met that was willing to do these things because he cared about that person or he knew how important and or he valued that friendship. And I think that that because that, I feel like love comes in different shapes and forms. And I feel like that's a form of love that is I feel like it's missing in today's society, you know, and, and, and it's like we talk so much about love, but why is it so hard to give? love Mm. if that makes sense and i always wonder why that is like why can't we show it to each other even though we talk about it and i think that's one of the saddest things that we face i think today now it's like everything is so divided that it's like i I don't know like Mm. what do we have to do in order for us to stop being so divided like that i feel like if i think the key thing is this right if a Mm. lot of us just be quiet more and listen more maybe Mm. we can see the bigger picture and then we realize okay maybe it's not what we thought was to begin with but we have to be willing to listen and to just sit still and to really evaluate what's going on because otherwise it's not going to work and i think that's when it becomes a problem you know
1: Mm. exactly like you know the same thing that you don't need a validation, you know the love you give should be unconditional. the love you give should be like you just give it because you don't know you don't know somebody needs it today or you or not because there are times that somebody is having a bad day, and something that comes out of you, something that comes out of you like in compassion and love. You know, this is what I believe is that that makes the day of the person who has a bad who had a bad day you know right you don't don't know what's going behind the scenes of the other person's life that's true so just two words of compassion that's for everybody like I feel it like that way that if you have if you are having a bad day there's just one thing you want to listen is that somebody cares about you or you know. Somebody loves you, or there is some some small act they did to, for you, that that only that thing makes your day like rising pink, sunshine and shine right. and night, you know. So that's 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 what I think about you know the love, the warmth, and all the things. Love is not hard to give. It's like it's people, it's people's choice we can't you know we can't deny it we can't we can't we can't force people to give love it's like their right. own choice yeah but if you love somebody it's like it's the greatest thing it's, uh, love is so pure you know if you just give it something in you yourself satisfied you you, you yourself are satisfied and you yourself think that okay i did something good today like you, you
0: right. it's
1: no smile comes to your, your heart and your soul and your basically your soul gets satisfied i don't know how why it's very hard for people to do that but it's a very simple thing yeah you know, no i definitely you agree you found yeah. your companion somebody who loves you you
0: know no amen amen and as i'm saying i feel like you know, love should be unconditional and love should not be transactional, if that makes sense. It's Mm -hmm. like, all right, I'll do this, but I want this in return. Like, I feel like it should just be, hey, I want to give it to you because I want to, not because I feel like I want something back in return Mm. of doing that favor for you or whatever the case might be. But I think love should always be unconditional, but we put conditions on love unfortunately, Mm. and I think it's based on, and I think culture has a lot to do with that um Mm. i definitely believe like love could be an easy thing if we just really just just be quiet and listen more because it's through the being stillness it's it's in the stillness that helps us really understand but we have to be willing to be still because humility is such a hard lesson and it's like you know what else do we have you know so uh yeah Yeah. So, um, well, like, we're already towards the end. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me and doing this interview with with me. I really appreciate you. Um, but guys, for those who came in and left and stuff like that, thank you for joining us and having this amazing conversation. Um, I guess I was gonna say any last words, um, if you have something coming up, anything you want to plug in before we end the live, you could do it right now.
1: Like first of all, of course, I want to thank you, Andy, for giving such an amazing platform. And like Angela, who can't be here, like I really want to thank her too for giving such an amazing platform where I could talk to you. I could share my word, my thoughts, and all the ideas. And to the people, before I leave, uh, I just want to say that nothing is hard. Like. Yesterday, um, I was having a conversation with somebody and the person who said this, that it's it, it's hard just because you don't understand it. You don't get it. You're not on the top of it. Mm. When you understand it, you know what it is. It's not hard. You know, It's it's very easy to give, like basically to give yourself is a really easy task, you know. Conversation, having a conversation with somebody, or you know, everything. Like, see, we didn't, we don't, we didn't know each other till today, right? We just talked on text on Instagram. We didn't know each other. But today, I have to take back something. Is I have to take back a friend, in you You know, I have to take back. The thoughts you have, the knowledge you shared with me, and basically, to be honest, the knowledge I didn't even know I had because nobody, nobody, you know, gives importance to a small spark in your head, in their heads. Yeah. You know, there is something in your head, but you don't give it a real importance. But yeah, when somebody asks you questions, that that spark, you know, comes out that sparks want yeah. to speak so you know get, you gave me that platform so you know that's what no, I, I that. no believe do no, I'm truly honored
0: no doubt I'm truly wanted. honored
1: yeah I'm, no like, doubt. I'm really honored on that thing so you know no, that's the thing that do whatever you want do whatever you like there's no stopping love yourself and that's it that's it actually
0: no no uh, um sounds good sounds good and uh, thank you so much for just being honest with me and just having this conversation with me i again this is an honor and a privilege It's is not something that i take lightly like i take this with respect and thank you so much for joining me in doing this because it's like 1 in the morning for you guys right it's like, mm-hmm. like 2 30 now that's what I'm saying. So the fact that you were willing to stay up late to do this with me on my time zone, I, I really appreciate it. Again, it's not something that just when comes we easy like with that. that
1: thing? Yeah, I'm a student, so, you know, it's, uh, it's it's pretty easy for me to do it at 1.30. That's why I was like, yeah, let's do it. Like, 1.30 it's nothing for me. Like, I stay up a lot late at night, so, you know, 1.30 was nothing for me. Right. I still have to do my assignments so all so I'll stay up late. That's, you know, a part of... <laughs>
0: yeah i'm a a night owl myself i'm a night owl myself like i'll come home at 11 o'clock but then it's like okay i'm Mm. still awake it's three in the morning let's say and i'm still awake because i can't fall asleep i said all right i'll keep myself busy until i knock out but um yeah i get you i get you i can get things done when i get things done you know so um yeah yeah, like I said, thank you so much. And um, you you I was gonna say, um don't you have a live or something like that with Denise Williams um tonight or something like that? Uh
1: like I am having uh you are saying it uh live uh, in on my account, right?
0: Yeah, no yeah, I think it's Cup of Inspiration, right? Isn't that you and Yeah,
1: Denise? yeah. It's my yeah, it's my series, Cup of Inspiration. Like I told you I talked I interview people, like one of the episodes I told you about Sonya, I interviewed her yeah. and she taught me to love and there it's like it's an it's a fourth episode. I'm talking to Denise Washington. And, like, I'm really looking forward to it because she has a lot to share about Haiti and the yes. migration and there. So, you know, yeah. I'm really looking forward to, you know, about her and her culture and
0: everything. Oh, amen. Yeah, I've, I've interviewed her before, too, last season. We're already on our, what is season six? We're going to be on September oh, okay. season seven of the podcast slash community page. Uh, no. <laughs> But I've had, yeah, the yeah, season six I had, uh, was a season five. I always mix up the numbers, but I remember I had Denise Williams. I mean, Denise mm-hmm. Washington, sorry, um, oh, Denise live Washington. with us. And I've learned a lot from her, honestly. So many things I didn't even know about that culture until mm-hmm. she went live with us. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely, again, it's all about learning so many stories we tell each other to learn. It's for knowledge, it's for to have a different and a better perspective of life That's like, okay As, as, as difficult as we may have it There's always somebody else that going have it more difficult than me Because you and I could experience the same event But we might experience it And understand it differently And mm. th- there's always more than one perspective to something Because if something was just one perspective That means we're not learning anything So that's yeah, definitely, true. definitely important So um, true. like I said Thank you, thank you so much um, I will be uploading this onto the podcast. I'll send you the link and all that stuff. And, uh, thank you for joining me. Thank you for saying yes to us. And, um, talk to you soon. So, guys, thank you so much. And uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Or, in your case, enjoy the rest of your morning slash nighttime. <laughs> yeah,
1: thank you so much for having me. It's
0: a really no. no doubt. It's an honor and a privilege. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much.